stop for a moment and consider how shitty this is for Lando because Lando is just some dude out in the world there and this old guy is basically like you know, condemning him to fight head spinny guy. I feel like that's a job you should have to apply for, right? <laughs> it's like if you got into Hogwarts when you were 40. It's like, ah, I got kids, man. Just make stairs that go the same place all the fucking time. This is not whimsical or fun. Fuck you, painting. How's that? Yeah, fuck. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because it's the best possible argument for determinism. I'm your host, Noah Lucians, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. You know who's a great actor? I have no idea. Rock. Just all <laughs> rocks are amazing. <laughs> and sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? <laughs> Sorry, Noah. I was just fighting the literal devil. Yeah, that's what it sounded like you were doing. <laughs> those are the those are the sounds that I generally associate with fighting the literal devil. Speaking of which, tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched The Killing of Satan. Woo! Or Lumaban Ka Satanas, which is Tagalog for fight. Comma Satan. It's um, <laughs> it's a Filipino exploitation film about <laughs> how to write a movie around the cage full of naked women that you definitely have in real life in your cave dungeon house. There is no question that this movie came to be because someone went, oh, this? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the answer of how to do that, by the way, is make it about a guy who fight comma Satan. So that's what we got. Really? What do you do in the movie? Fight Satan? He's Satan. You feel like there was a pretty long. comma there. Yeah. Is that a semicolon? Or are you mm. doing <laughs> Not Let's pare that down. Let's pare like that down. comma. Just one more time. Just say it with like a small space. Fight Satan. Nope. Satan. Nope. Too, too, too slow. Too slow. And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love it when your stepdad shows you wrist control, but you wish there was more boobs and lasers, <laughs> you will love this movie. <laughs> this is classic good bad movie. None yes. of this self-aware post-1990, it's Fanny Kent, it's bad bullshit. This is a group of people who got together and spent money that they probably couldn't afford to make something wonderful. And they failed on every conceivable <laughs> level. It's beautiful. Oh, my. Okay. So a, a quick note for the listener on this one. As we go through this movie, you got to be ready for anything. Like, <laughs> you know, here and there, our description might sound like something like where it's a dead. So that sounds normal and linear and like a movie. But you have to be ready at a moment's notice for me to say, <laughs> and now a giant eyeball is fucking a librarian with a yo-yo. Right. When I say that, you're just going to need to roll with it or you'll yeah. never make it through this episode. Yeah. This is your training <laughs> montage at the beginning of a sci-fi movie. OK, you're Tommy Lee Jones, you're Will Smith. <laughs> All right, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Best worst rocks. Best worst <laughs> rocks. 
I'm, Worse okay. than the moon landing? They're, it, they're so good. I'm, I'm not even going to explain why until we get there with the rocks. But just be aware that the, the cast director of this movie was definitely putting his dick inside so many rocks. And they all got hired. Yeah, the rocks really were the star of the show. Um, Eli's already alluded to it a bit here. I was going to go with best worst sound effects. Oh, like throughout this whole movie, it's like you're standing in an arcade where nobody has a quarter and then you just get those repetitive <laughs> noises over and over again and lasers and crunches and a, a cat walking on a Casio keyboard. Oh, it's it's quite something. I cannot describe how many times while watching this movie I went, what is that? And realized, nope, it's not in my house. It's in the movie. <laughs> uh, kind of an obvious one, but I'm going to go with best worst karate. Oh, we have seen <laughs> David A.R. White do fight choreography, but he is fucking it, man, compared to the divorced dad club that is everyone in this movie. Oh, my everyone. God. If you told me that there was like a, a crew of young stuntmen and their bus crashed and they were all killed and their dads agreed to do the movie in their <laughs> memoriam, this movie would make sense. It's insane. All right. Well, I think we all need a fistful of antipsychotics to safely recount this movie. So we're going to pause for a quick break. But when we come back, we'll dive into all the budgetless insanity that is the killing of Satan. Uh, uh, Mr. Henderson? Oh, hey, boys. How's it going? Um, well, the it, it, like, okay, so first is, of all, we really want to thank you for inviting us to be in your movie. <laughs> yeah. No problem, boys. You're going to be great. Uh, I've been looking forward to this. Right. It's going to be fun. Right. Here's the thing, though. Um, we looked over the script and, uh, it's not, I'm just not comfortable with, the, with say what now? Huh? Well, okay, so, so uh, many of the stage directions are just, and then I do super sweet karate on them. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Right, right. Have you ever taken, like, a karate class, Mr. Henderson, or do you, are you an expert? I'm what's known as a natural. Mm. At karate. Yeah. Mm. Also, you have a cage full of naked ladies in the script a lot. A lot. That's a lot of the movie. All right, boys. Look, I'm making this movie to celebrate my dedication to God. It's going to be good times. We're going to send a good message. Plus, I already bought the wind machine. I, I own. OK, that all right. You know what? I'll, I'll be in it if I can die in the first scene. So I want to die in the first scene. Damn it. Mm -hmm. You got to last three more scenes. <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown. And before we even get to the title screen. We're going to see the crucifixion and self-flagellation and people being spanked with palm fronds. What the I fuck mean, are we getting into? <laughs> are we going to see the we're going to see the school play version of well, crucifixion yeah. and and a, a human burrito? Yeah, I had it as a uh, they were making a man blunt. Right. So this guy <laughs> is standing there and they just start wrapping him in a blanket and then whacking him with a machete. And he's like, hey, why are you guys rolling me up in this rug and carrying machetes? <laughs> They're like, uh, pass? Not stabbing. <laughs> just to check something. It'll be fine. 
Also, by the way, uh, I had a couple notes on the uh, sound, the audio in general. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So throughout this movie, it sounds like yes. on top of everything else that's happening. Like my music note is, uh, we're going to start with the sound of Eli trying to be silent. <laughs> it's, like, it's like there's a wet fan trying to eat dry pasta or something like that. It's just crazy clicking and and then we get the crazy noise of them flogging themselves, too, yeah. which is fun. Sound effects by King Arthur's sidekick in the Holy Grail. Like, right. So we're going to see like a Foley guy flogging himself with two coconut halves in the back. <laughs> well, and the best thing is, like, obviously, when they first started this movie, someone like hit Alan too hard. And Alan was like, oh, really hurt. So now everyone's doing this sort of like mild spanking thing. And then they like cut to a shot of someone with strawberry syrup on their back. And they're like, there, Mm -hmm. flogging. You get it. Yeah, right. And if you're wondering where this is all leading, nowhere, right? We're going to go to a different scene with different people. None of that will ever matter again. So now we're going to cut to this assembled group that is the main guy, first of all, is dressed like he's on the Illuminati's bowling team. Everyone else hands him a necklace like we're in an 80s cartoon or something. And they're trying to summon the main character that shows up in act three. <laughs> and they, they try to do a cheers with yes! their necklaces. It's the yes. They're like, all right, everybody take off our cult medallions and we're going to do a little che- thought. Okay. Your string got caught on my finger. <laughs> yes. uh, and she, no, fuck. Do you have Yours is wrapped they, around his now? No, oh. do, do you said you, you're going to grab them all and then you're going to do it. No, you dropped it. Okay. You said you had them. <laughs> this is a bad system. Why would you have said that? Okay, everybody count them up again. Everybody grab theirs. We'll start again. (laughs) Has to be the right amount. Yeah, and apparently this is how you summon the Prince of Magic. Is it? Or does he interrupt the good guys while they're celebrating their magic amulet powers? I thought it was the first thing, but I think it's the second thing after seeing the rest of the movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. (laughs) No, that makes sense. That (laughs) I'm sorry, just the idea of saying that makes sense about anything in this. Yeah, no, I I really I really put the plot together in my head after the movie. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's you know, it was like memento in that way. So yeah, so the Prince of Magic, who is a fat guy in an orange unitard with a red cape shows up. <laughs> it, look, it looks like two senior bocce ball clubs are squaring <laughs> off at this point in the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but one of them takes it way too seriously. Yeah. And and he's got um he's got his minions with him too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so you got this grown man wearing like a very small little girl's little red riding hood costume from <laughs> shitty costume store. <laughs> And then he's got his minions. They're like, they look like Kryptonian pimps. Do you okay? <laughs> yes. Do you remember General Zod? The minions look like luchadors dressed up as General Zod. Like that's yeah. what is standing yeah. next to him. Yeah, and he's he's there to challenge the the other guys to an action sequence. But apparently, they can't afford to put fight scenes just any old where. So Satan uses force push instead, right? Right. <laughs> Followed by a gun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They have force push. But you know what? Bring like a couple guns too. We're like magical <laughs> demons, but like, let's also shoot them. You know, why not? This 
This movie is constantly confused about what its powers do. Sometimes they kill people. Sometimes they're a minor annoyance. Sometimes they do nothing. Sometimes the real danger is gun. This movie <laughs> is not sure. Oh, and one of my favorite powers in this movie is the good guys. We're about to find out they're the good guys. The cult with the, the medallions are the good guys, right? Yeah. I think. Okay, so what? The, they don't have particularly strong powers. What they can do is throw laser beams, but not like you like like physically throw them yes. like a, as yes. well as they could throw a baseball, which is not well to be clear. <laughs> so they just like badly make throwing motions and the laser comes out kind of slow and doesn't usually hit what they're trying to hit. It's the best. And this whole thing culminates with Uncle Miguel, he's the main guy in this in the good guy group, getting his head spun around. Around and around and around. Not like once, but like picture speeding up that scene from The Exorcist from the neck up. <laughs> but making a gif out of it, right? So just right. over and over and over. Yeah. And and apparently they got this effect by putting a mannequin head on an old school turntable and shooting it from the chin up. But there's another person in the scene too, right? Like also being shot from the chin up. And uh, this is the... This guy's Uncle Miguel's daughter, and she's reacting like she's kind of like, Dad, stop. You're spinning your fucking head around again. Stop it. <laughs> so then we cut to that same old guy, Uncle Miguel, in bed, in bed, recovering now. I mean, I guess he's going to die from it eventually, but he's like, the, the head spinning around like a weather vane was non-fatal in the moment. No, it gave saying. him like pneumonia. <laughs> yep. Yes. And his family's like, hey, man, is your... Head okay from the spinning? Right. Yeah, uh, Satan only spun around a few dozen times and then let me go. Yeah. And and his daughter's like, no, no, his neck is fine, but not his soul. Yes. And that's the important thing. Right. Yeah. And also, by the way, so there's a, a one character that we have to talk about here. Ranzo is the character's name, who you could mistake at this point for the main character, right? Because he's the younger guy that is with Uncle Miguel all the time. And he has, he's the one who got shot, right? When Satan's minion or the Prince of Darkness's minion pulled out his gun. And he has this tiny little bullet wound on his shoulder the whole time. And it's so cute and hilarious. Oh my, it's <laughs> adorable. It's like he got shot with a BB gun's BB gun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a little BB came out and then pulled out a little gun on its way. And yeah, shot exactly. A little flag angle. that said bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the old guy's like, I need to name my successor before I die. It'll be... And everybody looks over at Ranzo, who we think is the main character at this point. He goes, Lando, someone that we haven't introduced yet in the movie. Lando. <laughs> the main character of this movie is named Lando. If I had one second to convey how bad this movie is to someone... They were like, quick, tell me, how bad is this movie? I'd be like, main character's called Lando. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, can we stop for a moment and consider how shitty this is for Lando? Because Lando is just some dude out in the world there. And this old guy is basically like, you know, condemning him to fight head spinny guy. I feel like that's a job you should have to apply <laughs> for, right? It's like if you got into Hogwarts when you were 40. <laughs> it's like, ah. Oh. I got kids, man. Just, just make stairs that go the same place all the fucking time. This is not whimsical or fun. Fuck you, painting. How's that? Yeah, fuck you. 
Also, by the way, they definitely made this right after First Blood came out. So they were like, what are the names of our main guys? Rambo. No, it can't be Rambo. Oh, no that shit. Just yes, came out. yes. Uh, Ranzo. I said, you didn't let me finish. I said, not Rambo. <laughs> I said, Ranzo. Okay. What's the other guy? Lando. Rambo. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's What's Ranzo the villain's and name? Lando. Bando. Ban- don't say Bando. Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, so now it's time to meet Lando, our main character. Um, and honestly, when this scene opened up, the first thing I wrote in my notes was just, poverty is sad, yo. <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, yeah. theories on why this character is called Lando. He has a mustache. End of list. <laughs> oh, and it is a strong mustache. Oh, yeah. It's, mustache only is the best. I want that to come back. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. So, Okay. <laughs> Now, here's what we have to learn in this scene. This is an impossibly large amount of information that we have to learn in this scene that we're not going to need later. But Lando killed somebody's brother and went to jail for it. But now he's out of jail. And that person wants the person whose brother he killed wants to kill him. And someone has shown up to warn him. <laughs> this is not what the movie will be about, guys. Not no. even a little. It is It is simply a mechanism for him to exit a scene we never needed him to be in. <laughs> yes. It, it would be like all of the journey movies. It's, it would be like if the Brave Little Toaster started by his house being blown up in a nuclear explosion. Like, well, I guess <laughs> now I, I have to find a different place. <laughs> and they're weirdly casual about this, too. They're, they're introducing oh, yeah. our protagonist as a murderer, kind of like by accident, because they had to i don't understand but some guy shows up and he's like hey lando uh some guy wants to kill you and lando's like what that's crazy and the guy's like well you remember how you murdered a guy lando's like yeah so his brother's like mad at me or something his brother is mad at you or something yeah Yeah. turns out for for the murdering that's that's what's happening yep yeah it's a whole thing and lando's girlfriend wife wife Wife, girlfriend wife lando's wife there could not be more casual about this to the extent that she interrupts the conversation not once, but twice to invite that guy in for coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking about vengeance. I made coffee. God Two or three. What the fuck? It's going to get cold. It's going to get cold and you're going to be like, oh, can you warm this up in the microwave? No, no, I can't. You can stop talking about vengeance. <laughs> All right. So now the medallion crew from before they're, they've got to get in touch with Lando and tell him he's going to be the successor to Uncle Miguel. Now, we will later learn that letters exist in this universe. <laughs> we have no reason to believe phones don't. So um, you summon him with a giant crucifix made of candles. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what they have. And it definitely feels like that started with somebody walking in on a naked guy. Just like, <laughs> hey, what? What you doing there with that? Not, <laughs> not dripping hot wax on my penis while <laughs> I pray to Satan and masturbate because that's inappropriate. Or <laughs> how would you feel if I did that? Because uh, if, if it's not good, I would build a giant cross of candles. I love. When I said or, I feel like your face changed. No, okay, no, inappropriate. <laughs> we agree. We agree yes. that inappropriate is the word. Okay. So many of the set pieces in this movie started by somebody walking in on a naked guy, right? Who needed an explanation quick. Dripping something on his something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 
All right. So then we cut back to Lando and his wife. Lando is sitting in a dark room cleaning his gun. And there's this like exchange <laughs> where the wife is like, hey, why are you cleaning your gun? And Lando's like, oh, this thing. I didn't. Re I thought it was no, the plumbing. No real reason. Uh, room full of clean guns is safer. You just want they all just, just something to do in the dark by myself. Normal day. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Like, wife doesn't, doesn't buy this. I was just cleaning my gun on a bet or whatever he's trying to argue. She doesn't want him to go back to his Satan-fighting ways and everything. She's bitching at him for not having enough faith in God. See, this counts. This counts. Yep. We have this Christian and a crucifix. Movie. Nailed Check. it. Totally counts. <laughs> but, and, and also, while she's giving him this, you know, you don't have enough faith in Jesus speech, he might as well be waxing his mustache with the barrel of the gun. Right? <laughs> He's he's going full Ed Wood with his usages of it in the background. <laughs> At one point, he licks it, then like a very gentle kiss. Did you see where he's like rubbing it along? His, he takes a poppy seed out of his teeth with the barrel. It's it's really weird. It's it's as though they were trying to do a two for four least safe ways to handle a firearm while they were also shooting this movie. Yeah, right, right. Just another camera off to the side. All right, so now we're going to cut to the Filipino equivalent of the crows from Pinocchio. Uh, these are the bad guys that want to kill Lando, and they're sitting around a campfire eating cans of poverty, I guess. Oh, the bad guy here looks like Viserys from Game of Thrones dressed up as Genghis Khan for Halloween. <laughs> and his mustache is great. It has a giant gap. He has, like, the gap tooth for his mustache. It's yeah, he's best. got a straight hand stash, like, yeah. White people buying bootcut jeans in the middle of his mustache. <laughs> Phenomenal. Skinny bitches trying to get their thighs to look like his mustache. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and in case... So we meet them very quickly, and then we cut back to let you know that they're still trying to telepathically can't contact Lando with their seance. Uh, and then, okay, we cut... This is... We're going to get a dream sequence with Lando. Yes! And it's going to start across. Uh, he's walking across this rocky hellscape and this giant fake as hell rock is about to roll onto him. And when we say fake as hell, we mean like you can see they didn't even bother to paint over the toilet paper roll level. <laughs> <laughs> the boulder is amazing. It looks like tumbleweed on the moon coming at him. Like, the, the, the cult leader guy is like, all right, well, Watch out for the boulder, man. To eventually. Yeah, yeah, right. Slow right, yeah. motion boulder, but, you know, be ready. Like in a few minutes, this is going to become a problem. <laughs> for less, now we can just hang out. So Don't immediately jump in front. Well, what's amazing is the scene is supposed to be this guy getting hit by a boulder, but they set their giant paper mache rock off at the wrong angle. So we watch this actor jump in front of the boulder. No, no, he's trying to block it like a bullet, right? So that's the impression yeah. I got is that he's like, oh, this boulder's going to roll onto Lando. I'm going to stop it. <laughs> so he throws himself in front of it. And then he announces this after dying somehow to Lando. He's like, so I, I threw myself in front of it, but that obviously didn't help. As you can see, I've it was been bold. turned <laughs> into red spray paint in the shape of a body okay. in a very silly so chalk amazing. outline shape on the floor. Let Let's talk about this squish sound effect because oh, please. or this squish special effect because what they have done is they have buried this actor up to his neck in the ground and then they have placed red 
spray painted clothes on the ground yes. and it is the silliest thing I have ever seen. It's so amazing. And keep in mind, like his the, the angle at which they buried him isn't quite correct for where the clothes are. So his head is sticking straight up and the clothes are going <laughs> flat out. There's no hands or anything. <laughs> it's so amazing. It's phenomenal. This movie is worth they watching just for this scene. Yep. <laughs> The gloves exist. There's a yeah. way to do that in your stupid scene. Well, you have a human buried right there. I mean, I feel like his hands would be an arm's length away from his head, right? <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I had to stop for several minutes to celebrate what we were watching after I saw this scene. So, yeah, but it turns out that that was just a dream. He was dreaming about a metaphor for this movie, I guess. Oh, and that metaphor will never make any sense. That dream never makes sense. None of this ever has you're, anything to do with what happens in the movie. You're not thinking it through hard enough, man. The boulder represents the Prince of Magic who's barreling towards the village or whatever. And the old guy tried to stop him and slow him down, but he couldn't. So now it's up to yeah. Lando. And the speed of the boulder is <laughs> like the martial arts in the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Or the speed at which this plot will move along. <laughs> All right, so or at this point, Lando is like having trouble falling back asleep after his creepy boulder dream. <laughs> I can't sleep. There's crazy room noise. Just, oh, there's like so a loud. blank record on full volume right next to us, but I can't find it. We don't even own a record player. This is crazy. Is someone eating chips? <laughs> <laughs> and then, just then, the team of bad guys that want to kill him for murdering their brother show up. Right. And they they they're yelling, hey, come out here, Lando, or I'll start shooting randomly into your house to which his wife responds. Just ignore them and go back to bed. What? You're going to play the just sit down, turn off the TV, turn off the TV. They won't know where. Oh, home. I really wanted to see that in action. Just things are exploding around the room. Windows breaking. And he's just like, it's Halloween. Let them get it out of their system. <laughs> Don't be that neighbor. <laughs> Yeah, but unfortunately, he can't stay out of it because just then Lando's son walks out to see what, you know, who's out there screaming about shooting the first person who walks out of my house. It's the best. <laughs> and of course, they shoot him instantly. The, the nanosecond the door opens, they shoot him. And they he might as well already be way. firing. And he looks out the door at the bullets whizzing by and he's like, okay, let me just check this. Oh, I can't believe I got shot. <laughs> Right, so at this point, Lando's pissed, so he pulls out his nice, clean gun. He starts shooting them, and they immediately shoot him to death, too. Yeah, problem was, he went he went straight to his gunfight window, and they were like, well, he's going to go to his gunfight window, probably. So well, we'll yes. shoot at that now, and he'll open right. it and get shot like he did with the door. He's kind of stupid about this. Yeah. <laughs> but so the the coroner's there, like, the, the you know, next morning or whatever, the coroner's there, and he checks on Lando and the son, and he's like, yeah, that's pretty dead. But just then, after the coroner leaves, a boomy voice calls out Lando's name, and he wakes up despite the bullet in his forehead and him being dead in the last scene thing. Uh, I, I have a, a question. In the Philippines, is in your bed under the blankets a place to keep dead people? I don't know. Did, 
did they not have another spot for those two dead bodies? <laughs> they took deathbed very literally. They own a deathbed in this. Oh, house there we go. That they there use we go for death. Yeah. It, well, it'll come in damn handy <laughs> right. in this film. We'll but, use it a lot. But L- Lando's not quite dead. Yeah, he pops back up, and <laughs> it's this like awkward moment. Like, oh, you're you're not dead from the the bullet wound that was in your face a second ago. Okay, sorry about the coins over your eyes. Let me grab those. This is this is weird. This yeah, is no, weird. his wife, like, they, I don't think this is what the actress is going for, but it seems like she's pretending to be like, oh, good, my husband that I love so much. Yeah. yeah the, the bad acting makes it seem like she was having an affair and there's a guy who's like slowly moving his suitcases back out of the door. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. You're alive. Oh, crazy. This uh, brought you this chair from my house <laughs> as a gift. A get, get well gift. And yeah. apparently they were thinking um, that at this point, our listeners would say, is this really a Christian movie? Because just then she holds her rosary over his brain bullet and the wound disappears. I love the Christianity of this movie. Like, short of <laughs> interviewing the tribes in Papua New Guinea who now, like, hunt witches, this is the best reason not to introduce a religion to someone. Because they're just right. like, yeah, man, Jesus magic. We got that. You saw the cross thing. We did the human burrito. We got this, um, what is this? This little sideways perpendicular line things to magnet out some bullets. <laughs> love your religion. Just like my other gods. Yeah. But also, we should mention the old guy, the cult leader guy on the other side of this crosscut thing is waving his hand in front of his head and making a bullet wound appear there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to also be important to the plot, is it? Well, as much as anything can be said to be important to the plot. Speaking of things that just don't fucking matter, remember the son that got killed? He's laying next to the dad. He didn't get turned back into a live. It's the best. He turns to his wife and he's like, how's David? Oh, he's literally right behind me dead, isn't he? Boy, 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 boy. Henderson. <laughs> I feel like, you know, sons still maybe do the cross thing with the son. Yes. Yeah. You just heal somebody's bullet with a cross. Try at least do it. Son wakes up fail. and mom dies. Okay, fuck. All right. This is a complicated <laughs> magic system. It moves around. All right. So back old spinny head now has apparently died from the bullet wound that he soaked up from Lando. So Ranzo and the girl that was with him before send him out on a funerary boat. Now, this scene is only worth mentioning because of the little couple fight that they have here. Oh, my! it's amazing. <laughs> she, she goes, are you sad because he didn't name you as his successor? And he's like, no, I'm I'm. I'm sad because he's dead. And she's like, oh, well, now I feel like a jerk. (laughs) Am I sad about being assistant to the regional Lando? About the promote? No, it's my fantasy football team. No, it's the dead guy. What the fuck? (laughs) That's kind of a kid. He's your father? You're a monster. funerals, usually. People don't walk around funerals going, why are you sad? (laughs) And, And the way he declares this at the end of the scene is he goes, I love him as much as I love you. Really? As much? Seems like a weird thing to say to your romantic partner. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll find out later. They love each other in some weird fucking ways. Um, But I'll just have to leave that hanging so we can cut back to Lando, who is now on a boat. After his dream and his son getting killed, 
he decided to go check and see how his uncle was doing, like you would. And they're they're going there by boat because it's the Philippines. And I guess what we're going for here is that Satan is using wind to push them away so that they won't make it to the island. And I say, I guess, because they don't have the equipment necessary to put him in a really strong wind. No, they have a wind machine <laughs> and they use the but got their money's worth out of this wind <laughs> yes, machine. In the they movie. Did. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who got a deal on a wind machine, but someone showed up to set one day and was like, huh? And everyone was like, get the fuck out of here. Is that a wind machine? We are using that literally every chance we get. Yeah, 17 <laughs> times in this movie. <laughs> All right. And also, this is where we introduce magic, mute, skinny, short shorts, Afro kid. Yes, 10-year-old Eli before he wow. started eating his feelings and he's doing some wind magic. It's awesome. <laughs> it's phenomenal. And by the way, this kid doesn't like matter to the plot for another like 20 minutes, which means that I all my notes about him are just, kid, get out of the shot. They're doing a wind thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it looks like someone's younger brother is like, no, I'm going to stand right here. If you want the shot, you have to keep me in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Eli's face got photoshopped into like a Sally Struthers feed the children commercial in Africa. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So apparently the little the little boy is there to like make the wind magic go away. Uh, also, the people who are still seancing Lando about the new promotion that he just got there. I could not tell what the fuck was happening here, but like a statue was missing, which meant that Lando was on his way. Yeah. 30 seconds before the end of the movie, he will recover the statue, which will make this scene make sense, but we will never talk about the statue and it will never matter except for right now. And at the end of the movie, I don't know yep. if sense is the right word there. Honestly, this moment confused the soundtrack. The music <laughs> was like, uh, something happened in the plot. Is it? Like the pit orchestra was like playing question marks for like a minute. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So now the mute kid is going to lead Orlando and the family of his that he didn't manage to get killed with the brother vengeance thing to his uncle's house. But to get there, they have to walk through more rocky hellscape. And then explosion! Yeah! Hell yeah, they busted out a real genuine explosion here. So now a bunch of, we're going to say rocks, like that's what we know that they are, are coming down over top of them. <laughs> they might as well just throw like six cabbages down and then you watch a guy be like, my cabbages! And he slowly gathers them up and then creeps out of frame. <laughs> It's so clearly just very soft pillows falling yeah. down this hill. Like, they might as well form into a couch at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, They're right. so <laughs> ridiculous. Let's make a fort. Um, yeah, so they all run over, uh, uh, run under this um, overhang, right, while the avalanche of boulders falls around them, except for the little mute kid who runs out into the boulders. Yeah, and they're like, oh, did he get killed? Who cares? New scene. Yep. Literally. They're like, did he get killed? And you see the camera cut. You might as well see the clack in front of the screen. And they're in the village looking for Uncle Miguel. Mute kid. Mute kid. Yell if you need help. Mute kid. Ah, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> this wouldn't work. All right. So, yeah, with the kid probably squished and them not giving a fuck, they're out of guide. 
So they wander up on some lady who seems to be sweeping the dirt off her dirt and ask where his uncle lives. This interaction is amazing, though. He's like, uh, can you tell me where my uncle Miguel lives? Absolutely. Yeah, come come right this way. This is where he lives. He's like, oh, Uncle Miguel, Uncle Miguel. Uh, sorry, probably should have led with this uh, instead of walking to the house first. Uh, he is dead. Sorry. Yes. Uh, this is a house where he used to past tense. Fuck. Sorry. Forgot about it. <laughs> Burn. Face. Classic prank. Dead uncle. Raise your hand if you've got an uncle. Not so fast. Nailed you. Nailed you to the fucking wall. I'm Ranzo. Yeah. Okay. So this is where Ranzo and Lando meet. And there, there are two exchanges that I just have to relive right here. This is the first one. This is the actual lines back to back. Ranzo says, your uncle Miguel is dead. The wife responds, you mean Uncle Miguel is dead? <laughs> and the next one, the very next exchange, Lando says, Ruisa, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And the wife goes, Ruisa, we're sorry, we didn't know. <laughs> and they kept all of that. It's like everyone was reading off the same cue card and they were just like, keep going. <laughs> God damn this it. is gold. We're going to dub this anyway. We're going to dub this anyway. No, don't say Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say. No, we'll keep it. Okay, keep it. No, it's good. That's good. Yeah, so now an old guy shows up and he's like, you're probably wondering how your uncle died. Uh, it was magic bullet powers in the head. Uh, question, could he not have done that to a coconut or like not his own skull? Like I, I have questions about, well, I have questions about all the powers in this movie because they will never be explained to me, but... I don't know. Just occurred to me in this moment. If you yeah. can just wave your hand around, just stop waving your hand near me. Dude's a coconut. We said you could just try anything else besides that. Not your face either. No. All right. He did his face. All right. So now Ranzo has been tasked by the medallion crew or whatever to take Lando to where old spinny head is buried. Now, oh, as you recall, best. yeah, he was buried at sea, but Lando is having a comical amount of trouble understanding the idea of a burial at sea. This cemetery's full of water. <laughs> yeah, nope. right? <laughs> no, it is the water. Well, how am I supposed to dig him up and fuck him now? <laughs> what? <laughs> you weirded me out, dude. Nope. Just uh, tell you what, why don't you just sail out to the middle of the water? Uh, this is not a prank. Trust me. <laughs> Go out and uh, we'll, uh, it'll work itself out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly what he's going to do now. So he boats out an, uh, into the sea and then the engine dies. Yep. But don't worry because he's about to get attacked by dolphin lasers. Uh, a theremin? Cassio <laughs> <laughs> sound Attacked effect. by a theremin. Like I, I wanted that like slow motion boulder from before. Just like paddle up behind him with a theremin. Neck dart. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a laser sound. He passes out the boat. Um, he wakes up sometime later, angrily throws some driftwood, right? That's important. <laughs> some pushy driftwood, actually. Well, yeah, because it comes back like he's going to be like, what's the matter, girl? Is Timmy stuck in the well? Like, like the driftwood <laughs> has something to say here. But it turns out to be a wood monster. Well, no, he, <laughs> he picks up the driftwood and there's a water slop zombie attached to it that is his uncle Miguel that will so. never come into the movie again I, I thought that this is how he gets his powers is that his uncle's like ah, 
I gotcha. Okay. Oh, that makes a little more sense. In my head, it was just like, I'm your uncle, the water zombie. That, that is all. I believe, <laughs> I believe I've made my point very clear. You go, go back. Come back. You know what? I, uh, I put a lot of thought into becoming a water zombie, and then I <laughs> didn't, didn't know what I was going to say when we got here. It's crazy. Um, you complete me. Nope. That's no, romantic. That's, you're doing quite uh, From your heart. Just straight from your heart. You. you got, no? Just the that's way weird. you are. <laughs> Show me the money. All right. All right. So meanwhile, the Prince of Magic and his minions are showing up at Uncle Miguel's village, right? They're going to have the big scene where they kidnap Lando's uh, daughter and his niece. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The uh, Cobra Thai Dojo shows up and uh, they're going to they're going to fuck with them. They're going to kidnap uh, some girls from their little village. Oh, and the mom tries to prevent the daughter from getting kidnapped. And she gets punched in the face and then like sl- boom, punk, 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 down a ridiculous amount of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and all yeah. the bad guys are using these incredibly inefficient laser powers. Right. Because they like a staring contest power that goes for like six minutes. It's just two yeah. guys staring at each other until one of them eye crosses the other guy to death. Yeah. And like it. It becomes pretty obvious, like, dude, you're clearly losing the staring contest fight. Just look away <laughs> or whatever. Bad guys can be like, stop. We called no looking away. But now you've won the, you know, you move on to <laughs> lasers or whatever the other fighting methods are, which, again, it's a weird combo. There's magic death rays, but also light punching. And the so. light <laughs> punching seems to be more effective than the magic death rays, uh, okay. right? Or at least quicker. Y- you guys have completed your satanic death ray training. Uh, okay, quick thing about wrist control. You'll probably need this too. <laughs> All right, so, but just then, uh, as everybody's getting their asses kicked, Lando and Ranzo show up to kick a little ass too. Okay, and here's the amazing thing about this scene the two nieces who oh, are being yes. kidnapped were instructed to yell and make noise throughout this scene. But they yell and make noise so loudly that you cannot hear or pay attention to literally (laughs) anything except for them. All of my notes are, hey, yelling ladies, I'm going to need you to take it down. (laughs) It's so good. They scripted so much the women screaming thing. And like by the end, we're listening to like the women who dubbed it into English. So they're just like they ran out of stuff to scream. They're just like, no, stop. Desist. Please don't. I secession uh, of this now. Please just stop. <laughs> All right. So, but while they're screaming, of course, somebody breaks out that wind machine again. Yeah. Um, and the Prince of Magic uses the wind machine to blow Lando and Ranzo away. But this is when Ranzo tells Lando about how to use his magical concentric circle elbow shield. Oh, uh, his elbow I'm spotlight. I'm a fucking librarian with a yo-yo, people. Keep up. <laughs> his elbow spotlight. Yes. The guy Which is shoots him and he gets shot. Like, holes keep appearing in his shirt. But it's not hurting him? I guess. Your guess is as good as mine on any of this here. Um, but yeah, but we're fighting some more. And they punch fight a little bit. But even though they kick a lot of ass... The Prince of Magic still makes it away with his daughter and his niece. The fight choreography in this scene is me and Heath 
if we had to do a karate demonstration tomorrow. Oh my God. <laughs> you remember uh you remember the anime episode of South Park? The fighting <laughs> in this movie is a live action version of that episode. It's fantastic. Everybody's dying like they got slapped on Goldeneye in license to kill mode. It's so good. <laughs> Also, when he was absorbing all the bullets and not getting hurt, did anyone else picture like his uncle's body full of holes at the bottom of the ocean somewhere? And it's like, so, ah, the slop yeah. zombie going, God damn it. <laughs> the fuck, man. <laughs> all right. So now he rushes back to his check on his wife. She is hilarious amounts of beat up. Right. right? And let's point out so far, dying people in bed have made up 85% of this movie. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> and he walks in and he's like, hey, is she in the fucking deathbed? Can you not? Put it's a punch in the face. We use that. That's our deathbed. What are you doing? But yeah, but luckily, though, in addition to the concentric elbow laser shield thing that he has, he also has purple glowing healing powers. Yep. So he uses those on his wife and all the bad makeup disappears. I honestly want him to turn to Ranzo at this point and be like, okay, cool. Let's get this out of the way now. What are 100% of my powers? Tell me yes. all of my powers now. <laughs> Let's work them all out. Uh, and then then we'll go on more adventures. And he's like, no, I'll, I'll let you know when the time comes. <laughs> so, okay, now it's time for Ranzo and Lando to really get this movie going. They've got to go find the Prince of Magic at his lair and rescue the daughter and the niece who is... Ranzo's love interest, right? And that is what the movie is about now. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. 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 Right. Like the bad guy that killed his son and then left. We'll never hear anything about him again. Like there's so much in this movie that doesn't come back. Well, yeah. The main characters have to talk through what the fuck is happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, so are we, are we doing like another hunt for a water zombie? Because that didn't really. Dude, we're trying to find Prince of Magic. Try oh, to keep oh, up. Oh, right. Right. Also, okay. they have like a very casual, you know what's weird? Having superpowers, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Ranz is so like, not really. Zombie. Really? Not really? Yeah. All right. I'm thinking of a celebrity. <laughs> ooh, ooh, a living or dead. <laughs> so is it Satan? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they very sloppily introduced the how about these superpowers conversation where Ranzo explains to Lando that to unlock his powers, he needs to use the magic words. He tells him what the magic words are. We will never hear about them again. Nope, never, ever again. And we also see Ranzo explain that his powers are just, you know, medium. Yeah, right. I'm, I mean, I'm told my powers are just fine for some people. Like, it's actually a good size. Too, too many powers can be, like, bad, I'm told. <laughs> I really wanted to see his mediocre powers in action at some point. Just, like, takes out a bruised apple and sort of heals it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm allowed to use the 15 items or less line, no matter how many items I have. <laughs> I mean, it slows the whole process down, so I don't, but I, I okay. they, but they I know. You're, you just wrapped everything in a box. That's not really a power. You just put 15 things. One, That's not. One box of power. So, <laughs> all right. So now we're going to cut to the daughter and the cousin being manhandled by the Prince of Magic. And they're still like, eventually the Prince of Magic comes up and slaps the one woman unconscious. That's when the screaming lady shit ends. 
So we were all on slapping guys' side. I mean, I don't want to be, but at this point in the movie, it's like, yeah, do something. Put her in a soundproof box. I'm fine with that, too. So now it's time for the Prince of Magic to lock the daughter up in a cage full of naked women. Cage full of boobies! Again, Hundo P, definitely the writer's house. 100%. (laughs) He's like, I got a cage full of women. There is a Christian movie that goes around this go. <laughs> Cage full of women, wind machine. What more could we need? Stop yeah, right. Selling. Right. I really, but again, this is supposed to be the Prince of Magic's cave, and I just want to see how his decoration went. Right. My lord, Prince of Magic. Yes. Uh the the decorator from Pier 1 Imports is here. Oh, good. Send him in. Send him in. Hi, everybody. Hi. Love this place. A lot of space here. That's good. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do some uh, some really great work here. So before we get started, what's like your vision for the space? What do you see? Yeah, no, I, I, I want something scary. Ooh, scary. Yeah, great word. Good. And okay. I, I need a place, obviously, for my... A cage full of naked women. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the cage full of women, that's a must? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, what well, else? You, you know, I, I don't want to be the, the guy with a, a big screen TV in a neoclassical room. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I have a right. cage of naked mm-hmm. ladies, but I want it to blend with the space. No, no, no. no. Yeah, no. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, All right. Uh, how do you feel about open flames? Oh, I love right? open flames. This is going to work out great. We're going to do a bunch of that. All right. So, yeah. So, we learned <laughs> that the cage is electrified, except if you're the Prince of Magic, right? Nobody can touch it but him. And also, this is where we meet Filipino I Dream of Genie. Yes, Snake Lady. Oh, I love Snake Lady so much. Oh, my God. I mean, there's so much superfluous background boob in this one. It, like, it seems weird to obsess over Jeannie, but oh, my God. Well, first of all, she manages not to look entirely bored and sort of uncomfortable, which is how all the naked cage ladies look. Yeah. Naked cage ladies look like they were told this was going to be a 15-minute shoot, and they're on hour two, and everyone's just like, seriously? <laughs> want to go over to Crafty, but I'll get crumbs all over my boobs, so. <laughs> also... There's this amazing thing. So what they're trying to do with Snake Lady is they're tr- she's Satan's minion and she's here to give the Prince of Magic instructions, but she doesn't have any new information to deliver. So she's like, have you kidnapped the girls? And he's like, yes. And she's like, cool. Uh, <laughs> yes. Also, I need those TPS reports. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then as you recall, there were two girls. There was the daughter and then there was her cousin. The daughter is locked up in naked lady cage. The cousin, though, is going to get sexually assaulted by some guy. And we're going to watch that for a long time. Well, I think it's supposed to be interrupted by Ranzo. But the movie forgets that she was a damsel in distress. So she we could just assume she's being unconsciously kissed for 40 minutes while the rest of the movie goes on. To be fair, though. It is the most chemistry in a kiss we have seen in a Christian movie so well, far. Well, no, that's so, true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And just then, Ranzo and Lando find a secret passage to the bad guy's lair. But it's 
it's on hard difficulty rating, it's right? The- like, like Ranzo's like, well, no, 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 no. I know like a, a beginner tunnel too. This is the this is the only movie I have ever seen where it's like a secret passage. Come on, let's go this way. You know, nah. <laughs> we only have like forty minutes shot so far. I feel like that'll <laughs> yeah. Let's go the long way timing. around. But no, they go into the cave of doom, where almost the rest of this movie will take place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now it's time to kill the fuck out of a rubber snake. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he. He slaps this snake. Okay, this actor has a thing about snakes because he is obviously working through some shit on these fake rubber snakes. <laughs> he slaps the shit out of this snake on every surface he can. Then he ties it in the knot and turns to Ranzo. And Ranzo might be like, okay, man, we get it. You you got the snake. Like, yes. The <laughs> knot was not what did it. <laughs> oh. It's the best. He literally ties the snake into a knot in the middle of its body. It just has a big knot now. And I wanted the snake to just attack him anyway and then explain the geometry of what's just happened. Like, you, didn't, yeah, like doesn't... you just made me slightly shorter. I can still attack you. <laughs> As you can see, I've bit your face. And then Ransom's just looking at him like, oh, come on, dude. That was the easiest kind of knot, though. You just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, and at this point, they Ransom and Lando have to split up, right? There's too many tunnels for them to check all of them alone. Yeah. And and there's this amazing moment where he goes, there's so many tunnels. I mean, we can't show them. We're actually going to show the very clearly two tunnels. But, but trust me, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of tunnels. A lot here. of tunnels. Take my word for it. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to split up to make it more suspenseful. But before they do, he's like, hey, don't forget your magic elbow words. Right? Yep. <laughs> Will not right. matter. Let me say them again. And then nothing happened. And they're yeah. like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Fine. He's like, no, you're powered up. It doesn't matter at this point. All right. So they each go down their own tunnel and get attacked by the one at a time gang. Right. Now, <laughs> at first we get Lando. He gets attacked by several Cobras, the last of which <laughs> turns into a naked monster guy with no penis. Pretty sure Cobra yep. is scarier than naked teenage boy for anyone <laughs> who isn't Mike Pence. Just that a was- note for the movie. Decidedly a downgrade in scariness from <laughs> yes. Cobra to that guy. Yeah. And the fight sequence is so bizarre and random. The guy keeps just like jumping up on the wall and doing poses, you know, do pirouettes for no reason. Well, he only does snake themed fighting moves because he was born oh, more from <laughs> snake. So he has to do like snake hands all the time. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. I wanted him so bad to tie the, the little kid into a knot. Yes! <laughs> oh. It doesn't happen. Also, they missed it. Then another guy shows, right after the snake guy, right? A snake transforms into a snake monster. And then there's just like another guy. Yes. Like not a snake, not a demon. He's just like, hey, I'm here. I'm Fred. Uh, you done <laughs> fighting the snake kid? Feel like I should have gone first. Can I give can okay. I give that note? Next time we do this, I feel like we should build to uh Snake Guy. Sn- snake Kid is kind of a good finish, yeah. This is this is awkward. And we should point out like this goes like for so fucking long. Like we go back and forth between Lando and Ranzo doing terrible fight choreography. Like they were the fucking Vin Diesel and the rock of the Philippines going, No, no, I want to kick more ass. I get to kick ass last. <laughs> 
some kid walks in. Anybody need more uh, fire sticks? Anybody? I'm the fire stick guy for the caves. Because yeah, I'm, I'm going to take off early today. And do you need more? There's more in dry storage if you need them. <laughs> Howard has the key. I'm going to leave. Yeah, so eventually they take care of all the minions. And Lando has to figure out where his daughter is. So he's interrogating a guy, but also strangling that same guy. Yes! He forgets <laughs> not to strangle him to death before he can answer. He's like, oh, that's on me. Uh, <laughs> I am filled with regret like Superman killing Zod. <laughs> I wanted L Lando to come heal the strangled guy so he could talk. But oh, then, yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> he wakes up. I actually don't know. I'm not allowed in the... Uh, no, no, thing. I meant that um, she, they were in bleh, bleh. That's the name of the cave That they're in it's Is this all the magic you have? Because this is uh, Satan at the end And you're just <laughs> healing bruises Alright, so now Lando comes across His daughter in the cage Full of naked women And he spends so much time Just standing there Taking it all in <laughs> Oh my god, it's like <laughs> taking your dad to a Hooters It's just like, oh, don't worry honey I'm gonna, hi, how's it going, how you doing I'm going to save you. I'm never. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hi, Lando. Stop. stop nice saying, to meet you. Nope. Don't. don't say hi. <laughs> You're weird. Yeah. So he runs up to the daughter and he's like, what have they done to you? Also, do you think the naked lady two to the left is into guys with mustaches? Like uh, chest, chest move to the left. Like up, up, up. Her. Yeah. <laughs> Raise your hand. Nope. Not you. You touch. Yeah, obviously not you. Obviously not you. The one who raised her hand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, so the daughter's like, hey, you know, I'm the only one in this cage with clothes, so I must be doing all right. And, and then he's like, oh, what about your cousin that was also kidnapped? And she's like, right, right, getting raped for several hours, according uh, to the editing we in should this have, film. You know what? Now I feel like a bitch because I didn't say that right away. But yeah, uh, you should probably. <laughs> I'm actually fine in this cage as long as I don't touch the bars. Uh, me and the girls have been talking about tanning. Um, <laughs> cool. Cool. So should I then go uh, find the, the girl who's being assaulted or is that? Or should I just, walk outside and yell? Um, what do you ladies think? Uh, my name's Lando. Dad. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Okay. So now he's going to go outside apparently, which I don't understand why he goes back out the same hole they went in to begin with, but it's in a different place. I wanted him to just leave like it's a flash cut to him eating in a diner and just talking to himself. Man, what a hell of a day. Uh, glad I made it out of there safe. Seems like my daughter's got some new friends and something, something, her cousin. All wow. the day's work for Lando. Crazy. Electrified cage of naked women. Right. Totally know that guy. He's a dick. All right, but so he starts screaming. He runs outside and he starts yelling, Prince of Magic, I'm going to whip your ass. And just then, the waterfalls all turn to blood. Kool-Aid. Well, red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, Prince of Magic is in his full unitard this time. He's ready to spin some heads, motherfuckers. <laughs> and indeed, he does. He spins Lando around in a circle, which... <laughs> Is, is supposed to be scary, but is not. No. <laughs> really want to be there when he got that power from Satan. Prince of magic. 
Uh, yes, Lord Satan. I've come to... Wow. Did you... Did you decorate? Oh, yeah, you like it? I... I love it. Seriously, did you, like, hire a designer, or what's the... No, like, no, they it? just... They have people at Pier 1. It's uh, it's like a whole thing they do. I love what you've done with the cage. It's not too guy with a bar in his basement. You mean awesome? No, no, it's not. It's not at all like that. I really love it. Anyways, uh, just wanted to come by, give you some Satan powers. Oh, great. Awesome. What can I do now? Like, throw lightning? Melt my enemies with lasers? <laughs> Far worse. Cool. You will spin your enemies in a deadly vortex. Wow. Yeah, like, like for hundreds of miles, they'll spin and they'll hit... Uh, Nope, sorry, just don't want to interrupt, but like, uh, they're actually going to spin right in a in a spot, right there. Like, so, so they just get dizzy? Yeah, but like really dizzy, though. Oh, cool. Now I feel like you don't like it. No, no, it's, it's, it's going to be really great. It'll be great, yeah. You mean it? Because I, when I came up no, with I it, do, I was like... No, I do, I do, I mean it. Oh my God, are those wicker chairs? 40 bucks. Get out of here. I know. I know. 40. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, okay, imagine a guy spinning around with bad 1980s graphics. Like, how did they think this was going to look? Yeah. A lot more spinning-based evil magic than I expected. <laughs> the evil dizziness power not so intimidating. Just... Satan being like, go back to your tribe and tell of this day when <laughs> Satan made you kind of dizzy. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird thing. And by the way, this would have been a great time for the sidekick to show up and use his mediocre magic, just like a, <laughs> like a really weak spin in the other direction. So it, it just slows him down a little. Lando's like, oh, of I'm slightly less dizzy than I would have been. Nice work. <laughs> you're, you're, you're great. Good, yeah, good, good you're here. But apparently it was just, he was just dizzy enough to fall unconscious. So the bad guys, the minions, throw him uh, over a waterfall. Well, they throw something over a waterfall. Well, yeah, they throw a bag of leaves with jeans on over a waterfall. <laughs> All right, so now we go, we go back to Ranzo, and he's finding two guys about to rape the cousin girl, right? Mm -hmm. They've been pulling that trigger for a really long time, and they haven't quite pulled it yet. Uh, so he's got to kick some ass with his lasers and his mediocre sidekick powers, right? He's got an amulet grenade. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. So he <laughs> kicks enough ass. And then we get this sad, sad analogy of Heath's love life afterwards. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's it's bittersweet. There's... <laughs> Watch the movie. You guys tell me. I think there's some... Yeah, so he rescues the girl, the 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 niece, and th these two are in love and everything. And he's like, I've, "I've I've saved you," and they hug and they have a moment. And then she pulls his cheek off. She rips his face off. <laughs> it's so amazing. Oh, the, this the effects are so bad. Oh, <laughs> and by the way, this is obviously not how this would go in real life. Really do love me. Of course. Oh, that was my cheek. Oh, I'm sorry. No, nope. no, it's fine. 
It's fine. Oh, I got your whole cheek. Nope. Uh, totally cool. Totally cool. Fine. I'm actually fine. It's my bracelet. Yeah. No worries. Do not worry about it. Is it bad? It's my cheek. Oh, you're mad. No, no, not mad. I'm I am just missing my cheek. I feel like you're mad. I feel like you want me to apologize to you for you ripping off my cheek. You're mad. Every married man gets that joke. Yeah, Every I married think so. man relates I think to that. So. Oh, she's like Jim Acosta, just blam so fast. <laughs> there were frames missing. Face off. And there's also this amazing moment where like he's got his cheek ripped off and they're looking at each other and they do this extreme close up and they forgot that the little tube where his blood is coming out is entirely visible. Sure is. Shot. And as if to distract us from that, her chest explodes. Yeah, exactly. Well, By the way, just explodes. Not, not before the movie literally forgets what, like the entire cast and crew forgot what was about to happen. And the movie vamps for like five minutes. The soundtrack yes. is just like, it's slowly going up a half step at a time. <laughs> and like, by the end, they're just like, it's just one guy pressing the highest note on a piano over and over. <laughs> and then her chest explodes when they're like, oh, chest explode, chest explode. Yes, right, got it. Right. And look, yeah. we've seen squibs on bearskin before in these movies. Every squib in this movie is on bearskin. She's the first, but every actor in this movie, when their squib goes off, is like, oh, ow, ow. Let's find out how that's supposed to work. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we all need a minute to recover from that scene. So we're going to pause for a quick break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell here. Can Lando rescue his daughter from Satan's cage full of naked Filipinos in time? Did I really just say that sentence? Why the fuck was there a water zombie? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the inscrutable conclusion of The Killing of Satan. Hi. Is this uh, Stephanie's mom? Great, great. Yes, I, I am Eli Bosnick. Uh, I'm from Volcarity for Charity. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I was wondering if we could hire your daughter to bully some people for it. Hello? Hello? Hey, Eli, what you doing? Oh, hey, Noah, just trying to find someone to help us out with all these roasts for Vulgarity for Charity. And and so you're... I'm uh, calling random high school girls at home to see if they want the job, I figure. Wow, Eli, that doesn't sound smart. <laughs> Tell me about it. The cops have come like four times today. But you know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash movies to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter? Is that one of those useless hiring websites that just like post your listing and charge you money? No thanks, Noah. Well, see, that's what makes ZipRecruiter different. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology skins thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. That rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a thousand reviews. Okay, that actually does sound better than the usual job websites, but it's got to be crazy expensive, right? Well, that's the best part. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash godawfulmovies. Wait a second. I can post a job and have them find candidates for me for free? That's right. Wait, what was that website again? It was ZipRecruiter.com slash godawfulmovies. ZipRecruiter.com slash godawfulmovies, huh? You know what? I'll give it a try. Give me one second, Noah. Hello? 
Yeah, Miss Johnson, it's me again. I actually don't need to talk to your teenage daughter after all. ZipRecruiter, the smarter way to hire. Heath, on the other hand... Eli, shut up. Hi, everyone. Welcome to set. I'm going to be your EM Devin. That's with a Y. Okay. Now, um, I like to run a fun <laughs> set. Uh, can I get some quiet while I'm talking, guys? Yeah, sorry. Just for a second. Guys? Sorry, yeah, just, sorry. just real quick. Guys? For a second? Guys? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. um, Fun set. Uh, that's what I run. Come to me if you ever need anything, unless I'm talking on my headset, then don't. Uh, all right. Now, where are my cage girls? Okay, great. Wonderful. Yeah, hands up. You can go ahead and head over to wardrobe. You will not be there long. And snake girl. Hi. Great. Oh, snake girl too. Uh, hi. Nice to meet you. And do we have dog and cat girl on set yet? Great. Okay, great. This is going to be a really fun day on set, guys. And again, no matter what, just like it said in your handout, um, no matter what Mr. Williams says about teaching you risk control, do not let him touch you. Okay? Okay. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our hero, he'd been tossed over a waterfall by the Prince of Magic's Unitard squad. And now we're going <laughs> to rejoin him floating the river on a piece of driftwood. Driftwood? <laughs> the same piece of sentient driftwood. <laughs> they saved him. It's pretty cool. Driftwood, like, runs down the beach in slow-mo like Hasselhoff, dives into the lake. <laughs> Does mouth to mouth on shore. It's pretty good stuff. Well, and like see, that that's the thing. Like at this point, you figure, oh, he's what? Well, oh, okay. So underwater zombie uncle is going to help him here. This makes sense. Now it's going to come. Nope. 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 Just also there was driftwood there. All right. So we see him float there. A mute kid from the boulder field is there on the shore. He didn't die. Yeah. Mute kid looks like he's trying to understand the plot of the movie as he's dragging him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, so then we cut back to the Prince of Magic uh, in his throne room. Uh, I Dream a Genie shows up to tell him that Satan is ready for his bride to be brought in, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, the uh, the kid who puts out the fire sticks, he uh, had a dentist appointment last <laughs> early. Is, uh, is Howard still here? I need to open dry storage. Is Howard still here? <laughs> Are we even fighting anyone else in the caves today? Do we even need to do this? I feel like, I feel like we took out the two. All right, so then we He's get Lando um, recovering in a ruined temple being watched over by Mute Kid, right? Yeah. Now, he knows this kid is mute, but that doesn't stop him from asking him complex questions. All, constantly throughout this scene. <laughs> there will be a speaking character in this scene, and he will still turn to the kid and be like, so you're telling me? And the guy's like, come on, man. What are you, <laughs> what you doing? Yeah, yeah, and that speaking character will be Filipino Moses. <laughs> yeah. He's the I thought he was Yoda at first, but yeah, definitely Filipino Moses <laughs> describes his appearance better. He he sounded like a Yoda and he kind of hobbled in with a cane, but he's going to be the old wise Moses. -y. We'll I find mean, out in a second exactly what he is character. Well, right, cuz sort of cuz he's not going to tell him any in useful info or anything. Anyway, yeah, so he's going to give him a stick, I guess. That's about it. And and Lando's like, "Hey, that's great, man. Do you have something else other than a stick to give me? Maybe some wisdom?" Nope, or something. <laughs> nope, just a stick. Here you go. Fuck up Prince of Magic with it. Hit him with it. I don't know if you know you can hit people with sticks. <laughs> but, all right. <laughs> all right. As I mean, 
doesn't doesn't that guy have a boss who's even worse? Isn't it like even oh yeah, dark no. magic? Satan. Satan. Yeah. Oh, Satan. Boss. That's what I'm talking about. So stick, and I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yep. You're gonna want to use your stick with him too. Uh, I, I mean, I don't uh, want to be the guy who sees everything's a nail when he has a hammer, but you literally have one tool. So if it cannot be defeated with a stick, you are in trouble. Uh, By the way, I'm God. Yes. Okay. Can we do? I still, I, I hear you about the God thing. That sounds mm-hmm. powerful, but it's just again, it's just a stick. Can we do like a training montage? Got it. Got like, it. You're going to want to take uh, a left at the blood red rock. No, not parts not what I mean. the river. Not what I mean. Uh, like a training. Poof, mo- like I'm gone. I'm, <laughs> ah, damn it. I'm just a guy with a stick now. Nothing. All right. All right. So now we cut back to the cave and this is where Satan shows up. Yeah, Michael Sarah on a juice fast Satan. But yes, Michael Sarah on a juice fast wearing a fucking literal Satan costume from Walmart. Absolutely. It might as well still have tags on it. He could not be less intimidating. He looks like he's halfway into his costume for the Nutcracker suite that he's about to be a ballet dancer in. Oh, it's the best. And he and he's he's his his like underling, the Prince of Magic, they're next to each other here and they look like the fat guy and the skinny guy on the Russian team in ice hockey for 8-Bit <laughs> Nintendo. Like, like the extremely overweight guy and the extremely underweight guy who do like Spider-Man in Times Square. Like, it's just so silly. He is so silly and unimpressive that at some point this movie will switch him out for a different actor in a Dracula costume. Yeah, they do. All right. So now Lando, armed with his stick, runs into the cave to kick some ass. And he blows people up with his magic god stick. See, it's not just a stick. It shoots lasers and shit. Oh, and by the way, the stuntmen are all screaming here because the squibs are going, multiple squibs are going off on their bare skin. So (laughs) instead of this being a montage of, you know, him using his laser powers, for me, this was a montage of stuntmen hurting themselves very badly. Just a series of guys going, oh! So, okay, so yeah, he fights his way through them. He goes back to the cage full of naked ladies. Um, His daughter isn't there, but he doesn't leave or anything. <laughs> nope. He just stands there for a really long time. Yeah, he, he stands there for a while and he's like, hey, uh, hey hi, Lando. We met earlier. <laughs> Don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> Crazy. Looking at your eyes. Love your tape. Anyways, uh, <laughs> has anyone seen my daughter? You know what? Let me, let me get you out of this cage. Uh, here you go. Zoink. <laughs> yeah, right. He makes the cage disappear with his god powers. Oh, I want him to just get naked and start staring at them. <laughs> you like, like this? Th- huh? This you're not saying anything. I'm trying to get you to help me help you. And you're just, you're like the fucking guards at Buckingham Palace. All right, I'm going to get naked then. <laughs> I'm doing it. One of them laughs. Okay, now you have to help. She cracked. So. so <laughs> and the best part is, He's like, all right, girls, you're free. And I wanted them to be like, did you bring us clothes? And he's like, oh, no, but you know what? No. Just wander. Take a left at the blood red rock. <laughs> I feel stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's like, and, and by the way, I knew you were here this time, right? I went back in. I, I'm not even going to give up my fucking denim jacket for one of you. But yeah. All right. So he, he frees the naked cage ladies and then he goes off to fight the prince of magic so it's time for another one of these awesome laser fights there is absolutely no way to describe this fight except for 
those noises little kids make. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much of that. It's the best. A lot of pew pew. Yeah, and then there's a part where like his he's trying to rev up his elbow shield, but he can't quite get it. The Prince of Magic keeps like stopping him before he can. And then Prince of Magic does a bad guy multiply, right? Like adds minions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all his minions are just like inside of him or whatever, and he becomes himself dressed as all. Like apparently the Prince of Magic is all the village people we find out right here. Yeah, yeah There's like right. a cop and a biker and a cowboy. <laughs> And what's Pirate. amazing is you can watch every time he multiplies, costume get lazier and lazier. Like, at first <laughs> yes. he's like oh, now I'm in a knight's outfit and a wizard's outfit. By the <laughs> tenth multiplication, is just like I have, uh, still have a mustache, but it's it's twisted down. This is so a bandana, technically pirate. There was a navy guy, right? Okay, leather guy. That's just le any leather could be leather guy from. <laughs> Village people. That's I'll do a naked one. I saw Lando doing that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Lando, so now he's going to start kicking ass, but he's going to go through a series of superpowers that include Superman breath that blows people away. Again, wind machine, laser defense, laser offense, followed by throw a coconut at a dude. Yes. <laughs> it is it, as though it is the culmination of his powers. It's like laser. Yeah. I want to sub that in for every Dragon Ball Z episode where they spent 45 minutes building up the spirit bomb and then Goku just throws a coconut and boom. Ow! Those are, those are really hard. You know, the ones you get in the supermarket are actually already, like, kind of open. Ow! <laughs> You're a jerk. You're a jerk. So, yeah, and then Prince of Magic is, like, using his lasers, but uh, Lando is absorbing all of them, and so the Prince of Magic explodes. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter versus Voldemort, but like LARPers do it. And yeah. it's so stupid. <laughs> All right. So now Lando's rushing along and the movie gets wildly distracted. I don't know if this is like just all a continuity er error or what, but so he's rushing along and he hears an old woman crying. Now, when last we saw him, he was running through a cave trying to find Satan. So apparently this old lady was just, taking a shortcut through the cave of Satan and had a slip and fall. <laughs> and Lando's like, well, yeah, no, I'll help you get home. I can stop my daughter from marrying Satan anytime. I, I'll, yeah. yeah. Timelines in this movie are not great. Come on, let's take you home. <laughs> yeah. You want to stop at ShopRite? We can pick you up some cat food or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, the lady can barely walk. And he's like, oh, here you go, mysterious old lady. You can have my magic God stick and use that. <laughs> I just wrote in my notes. Music note. The Filipino ninja just handed the old lady the source of his power. Now, it's probably, <laughs> it. worth, <laughs> it's probably worth noting here that this is not going to later matter. Nope. Right? Mm -mm. But yeah. So, okay. So, he, he takes her home. They walk into her huge-ass hunting cabin. This house is filled with <laughs> taxidermied animals like the fucking closet in Lost Boys, but as a house. Oh, it's it's like it's got like a neon sign that says like evil cabin of Satan here. And he walks in <laughs> and he has no idea. He's just like, oh, nice place. Lots of uh, tusks. Good, <laughs> good space. They might I as like well it. just have a giant pile of dead animals in the center <laughs> of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But there's also two sexy young women there that are going to seduce Lando. And he's like, yeah, OK. 
Okay. I, I hope he's just like, okay, let's see how this plays out. Not <laughs> necessarily a bad thing. Daddy can have a reward before he <laughs> saves his daughter from being the bride of Satan. There's no reason to not right. see where this goes. Just one thing. Don't don't take this the wrong way. Um, are you the secretary for Satan? Is there any? No, okay, no, this is stupid. Sorry. Never mind. Way to ruin the mood, Lando, idiot. Just, just keep going. And this moment in the movie has one of the best performances I've ever seen in any movie. So girl number two will have a sexy oh. strawberry and she will eat it sexily. Girl number one <laughs> is given an apple and asked to eat an apple sexily, which is fucking impossible. Yeah. But you know what? This girl gives it absolutely 100%. She's oh. like, ah, oh, one second. Sorry. There, there we go. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> Skin. <laughs> she, did, she tries so hard, but she does not do well. I guess nobody can do well with the sexy apple dance. She like <laughs> chips a tooth and almost <laughs> chokes to death, keeps dancing. It's pretty great. Look, if you want to send us a video of you trying to do a sexy apple dance, go for it. I'm telling you, it's not possible. <laughs> the a lot of people been laid down. showed me they bought Diet Pepsi. I'm just saying. Oh, oh, and then, okay, this is where we realize that this entire movie has just become an analogy for Heath's love life, right? Because the... Because of the chocolate strawberry kiss thing? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, she goes to yeah. give the dude a chocolate strawberry kiss, and it does not go well. Well, it's the best. I mean, like, I'm going to be like, all right, listen, are we eating or are we doing sexy stuff? Like, it can be... <laughs> It, it can be both, but let's just be clear on like, okay, how many strawberries do we each get? Like, let's do and we'll map it out. I, want, I just need to know. I don't really want to share them. Like, oh, just you know, vaguely share them. You're going to have a little bit of, that's stupid. No. Bullshit. Order your own strawberries. Order your own strawberries. Exactly. Like, I got the amount I wanted. That's what Apple I do girl. when I order things. Apple girl seems great. <laughs> yeah, so he goes to do the strawberry kiss with her. And just in that moment, she turns into a snake and he has to fight. I can feel like she's more badass just as her than as a snake. But no, he has to fight her as a snake now. And again, this actor has a snake thing because he has to beat the shit out of this rubber snake for 97 <laughs> hours. <laughs> so and then so, yeah, so he beats up the snake. But then cat girl shows up. The apple girl turns into a cat. Or actually, no, she doesn't turn into a cat. She starts making cat noises and cat attacking him. Yeah, and she, like, scratches at him and he kicks her in the balls and she turns into a cat. Yeah, and then the the one, the other girl, the strawberry chick, becomes a dog and also, in the same moment, Heath's dream girl. <laughs> oh, I can dog. hear Heath loudly rooting for the dog from my house <laughs> as I was watching this movie. My only note here was, who's a good girl? What? <laughs> so, and then the dog starts winning the fight, too. I got excited. I was like, get inside the guard. Good. Side control. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a hard cut, and that is because you very clearly see one shot of this guy just getting attacked by a dog. Yes. Oh, it's yes. the best. They pulled Love out the part where the guy had to people. come with a breaking stick and get him the fuck off. All right, so meanwhile, Satan has four Jawas bringing him Lando's daughter. <laughs> and by the way, he literally trans 
forms into a different actor at this point. Like, they obviously acted out the rest of this movie with Michael Sarah, and they were like, this is fucking ridiculous. Dave, <laughs> you were Dracula for Halloween. Get in here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he suddenly morphs into his Satan tux in case he didn't look silly enough already. But he's going to get married. He's got to wear his Satan tux. Well, he starts looking like Abraham Lincoln. What Did he not exactly yeah. <laughs> look like Abraham Lincoln at the beginning of the scene? Mm-hmm. Like at Lincoln Memorial sitting in that weird throny thing. Yeah, yeah. Satan, a Republican, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then a vampire. All right, so they bring in the daughter. She's unconscious and naked because most of the women in this movie will be uh, that at a certain point. All right, so now Satan's standing over the the bride, and he this is where he pours one out for the homies. Oh my god, it's a you watch this. They gave him two cups, and they were like, "Yeah, just do a Satan-y thing." And he was like, "All right, so uh, cheers to me." Uh, then little uh, hey Macarena, Macarena. Uh, this is I just wrote in my notes. Me and Anna did this at our wedding. It was lovely. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, he starts pouring blood all over, her. and it's so funny because like you can see him fucking with the actress. He starts to go around her head, and he's like, "No, fuck it, I'm getting all in your hair, all in your." Oh, because you know she was like, "Don't get it in my hair," and he's yep. just like, "Hey." hey. <laughs> Also, by the way, they clearly can't show this naked girl all the way. They've shown us full frontal nudity so far, I hope, with adults. But they can't do it because this actress is definitely underage, which means they refuse to find someone who isn't underage to be this part. They could have just got. <laughs> or maybe she's just the adult. big star that had the no nudity clause. You don't could have. Yeah. She could be the Filipino Meryl Streep. What yes. do we know? <laughs> All right, so then, all right, Lando is still looking for Satan quick before he marries his daughter. So this is where he comes across the red cube rock that um, Filipino Moses told him about. Oh, my God. It's the best. Like, again, when Filipino Jesus slash Moses described it to him, he was like a blood red rock. But it's just the silliest possible rock you can imagine. Well, <laughs> first of all, it's a perfect cube. It's it's a video game secret entrance that might as well have a spinning hologram that says video game secret entrance. Yeah. It's so dumb. So, okay. And then at this point, uh, Lando just starts calling out Satan. He's like, Satan, get out of here. This movie's only got like 11 minutes left now. <laughs> if, if the rest of the movie was just 11 minutes of Lando yelling and Satan <laughs> marrying the daughter anyway, I would have been so happy. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so suddenly a guy in a green shirt comes up and he's like, who are you? And he's like, I am the caretaker. And I'm like, are we really introducing a new character right now? But no. There are four minutes left in this movie. Yeah, but right. But this is actually (laughs) Satan in disguise. And Lando can tell because Satan has a red shadow. Is that what that was? It was the it was the red pants and shirt laid out on the ground again with the spray paint though right right with, right. with horns yeah. with horns with horns yeah exactly <laughs> in case the red shadow didn't make him easy enough to pluck out of a crowd oh. and there's this great little moment too he's like oh you know you're right I I am Satan I am the Prince of Darkness ow okay that kind of tripped he like tripped there on this stupid like it's rock quarry area and he like stumbles down a little <laughs> bit and like sprains his ankle and he's like no it's I'm fine it's just you know when you're um, going downstairs too fast and you kind of, you don't fall down them, but you get caught up in the speed of it and you're like, ha, 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 ha. Yep. Fine. fine, that's what Satan does. And they kept it. <laughs> yep. And then so Satan good. disappears. He's like, yeah, you know, look, I'm going to fuck your daughter or something. 
And Lando's only recourse is to stand there calling Satan a pussy. Right. See, this is why you got to get Satan one of those leashes that attaches to a teddy bear backpack. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Satan right, would love but, one of those. <laughs> but this is when Satan uh, disappears again, right? And then he reappears. Well, the rock catches on fire and everything, and he appears on top of that. This is also where Lando tells Satan about the power of love. Oh, it's the best. At length. Yeah. <laughs> Satan, Satan appears like in fire. And he's trying to yell to Lando and taunt him some more. And Lando, like, can't see him at first. And he's like, no, Lando, Lando, no, but behind the big fire. No, I'm like, I'm in it. In, I'm in. Fuck. Up, okay. Look up above. It was supposed the, to be a rock. big entrance. Okay. I'm going to do it again. Do a do over. <laughs> we're, we're fine. Fine. We're just whatever. Let's go. We're fighting now. We're in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Satan is a good sport. He says, hey, I'm going to fight you as a mortal. And he's like, that's weird that you would do that if you had a choice. (laughs) (laughs) One hand tied behind my back. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Right. But to lead up to this fight that's about to happen, they do this like slow moving scene. Like Lando is giving this emotional speech to Satan from all the way across this field from the fire rock where Satan appeared. And he keeps making like big like dance moves with his arms and getting closer and then Satan teleports closer and then Satan like slowly walks toward him. They do like the laser beam fight thing, but Satan just walks slowly through the laser beam closer and (laughs) close to and they actually end up in each other's arms, literally in dance position, like the way you would start like ballroom dance position. And honestly, I did, this is the, everybody who watched this movie, go back and do this. If you turn off the audio and play time of my life from dirty dancing. <laughs> this scene is the greatest thing that's ever happened. It's it so fucking good. They literally do the lift. They do the big lift. At the end, <laughs> yes. And Satan throws him into a ditch, which is a little bit different, but like maybe that would have been better for dirty dancing. I don't know, but it's the greatest. And that scene right there where he throws him in the ditch, by the way, Lando starts rolling, but it's a, a very mild slope, and he's rolling way too long, and he slows down and then speeds up again a couple of times. <laughs> and also, okay, so we were watching this on YouTube, and it was obviously taken from a VHS tape, and this is the part where the tracking goes nuts because this is obviously the part that you would rewind to and jerk off to the most. <laughs> Satan at one point goes for the heart pull in Temple of Doom, and he's like, oh, we didn't get that effect. I thought, okay, I'll just pick him up and throw him again. We we used the chest explosion on the girl because we didn't know oh, how to end that scene. Right, right, after the vamping. <laughs> yes. And so, but Lando's getting his ass kicked, but just then, he prays to God, and we get a bingo! I, I really did not think I was going to get a bingo on this movie, but I got a bingo right there. So, okay. So, Satan, at this point, summons his pitchfork, and God sends Lando that magic stick again that he never lost, right? He just suddenly didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Mute Kid is there. He's squeaking. He's watching. You know, Lando can't get his ass kicked with Jesus watching. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> it's the best. All right, but before we can get to the hardcore stick-on-pitchfork battle... Genie and the other lady minions decide that they're going to bamf up and kick Lando's ass for Satan, right? Right. And I didn't... Does he boom-splode them with his stick? Or is that them boom-sploding as a distraction? Because then he undoes it. Right. I had no fucking... They all suddenly turn into fire, and I'm like, wow, he kicked their ass, or vice versa. 
Are they trying to? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I had no idea. But I think that's what it is. They turn to fire to try to burn him up. But then he uses his stick, which is slowly walking in a circle move to turn, to put the fire out. <laughs> he walked around it like, have you ever seen one of those, like the thing where the mule grinds the corn or something? He walks around at like that speed with it. And then we get this unbelievable, because I thought for the entire movie, like, all right, well, I guess they're saving the choreography up for the final fight. <laughs> this fight choreography is so bad. They, they weren't, they clearly weren't even shooting for good and wouldn't know how to if they'd chosen that. Oh, there is, there is literally only one way to explain this fight choreography. And action. Guys, I said, I said action. This is the big battle uh, against you and Satan. Right, right. But uh, we uh, we never went over this. We, never we went do, over right? this. We, we, we cut out a whole day for the fight choreography for this thing. Yeah, uh, but remember it got pushed up to next week because we did Snake Girl's birthday. Snake Girl's birthday. Oh, yeah. right. Snake Girl's birthday. Yeah. Right, but we didn't move the shoot. We kept the shoot day, but we didn't moved the choreography. Move the shoot. Right. 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 Yeah, so... What do we do right now? Yeah. You know what? Just, just just wave the sticks around at each other. It'll be fine. It, it'll, it'll be just, great. Just wave them around? You sure? That's going to be it? Hey, what are they going to do? Make yeah. fun of us on a podcast? What's a podcast? Exactly. Action. I feel like that explains a lot of the choreography <laughs> in this movie. Because it's just it is just two middle aged guys <laughs> waving sticks very slowly near each other and being like, "Okay, your your turn." Um, this could have been me and Eli at Andrew's office and just video that. <laughs> yeah, but like at this point, Lando's pulling all the punches out here. He uses red square lasers, blue circle lasers, green egg <laughs> lasers. The green egg lasers seem to be working good. And at one point, he gets distracted by putting his magic staff like near his face. Yeah, like you know, if you put like your hand really close, you like he loses his depth perception. Like he's like, I squish you. Wait, fuck. Okay, <laughs> I'm fighting the devil. I got distracted there. That was stupid. Yeah, but apparently the green egg lasers are just enough. Uh, Satan catches on fire and then disappears. I feel like <laughs> Satan catching on fire wouldn't be a big problem for him. So, yeah, so he catches fire and then he disappears and all his Jawas uh, down in the cavern with the daughter, they all disappear. The red rock explodes, the, the red tree rock from before. So did the Satan minions get raptured because Satan got killed? Is that what happened? I, I guess he's like they the turned into pillowcases. Computer. It's not. Clear. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Now, you would think. That would be the end of the movie, The Killing of Satan, right? <laughs> you would think there wouldn't be a whole new unrelated action sequence elsewhere. Cut over to the Senate. There's a bunch of pillowcases falling. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So now we're going to cut over to Lando's wife. She's looking over a beach and she's super worried about the climax of the movie. We'll come back to that. We're going to come back to his wife for quite a while. But before we can do that, we cut back to Lando, who is wandering through the hell caves to find his daughter. I feel like 
logistically, you just put the daughter in the final battle in the same place and you can save yourself this scene. But no, no, they needed this. This actor needed to beat the shit out of as many fake snakes as they could get for him. Well, this not, is this, this <laughs> at this point, they're not fake, right? This they, they absolutely just had some guy smack a bunch of snakes around with a stick for this shot. <laughs> I want him to be like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm like all the way Christian now. I can like pick these right up, do whatever I want, right? <laughs> I can juggle these hey, motherfuckers. Mute Jesus, catch. And the kid just gets mauled by a snake. Yeah. During this whole moment, I was like, best worst animals were 100% harmed in the making of this film. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so he smacks around. And we should also point out, because they're going for a bunch of snakes, but they don't have Raiders of the Lost Ark money here. So it's just like nine snakes all on the same stair. Yeah, there was absolutely after this movie a conversation with some guy who was like, "So, where's my snake collection?" And he's like, "Ah, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about wind machines? How would you like to be the proud owner of your very own wind machine?" All right, so Lando finds his daughter. Um, he covers her up like the cage full of naked chicks earlier. He couldn't even spare his fucking jacket for his daughter. He'll cover up with one of those Jawa pillowcases. And then we cut back to the beach where the wife sees Satan's red tree rock from earlier appear. And now there's a great whirlwind coming up the beach. Uh, let me clarify. Someone wanted to blow this woman's clothing so that they could see her underwear. Yep. And they were like, that is the only way you can use my wind machine is if I can have this very separate cut of this woman struggling against the wind with her dress being blown up for four seconds or forever long. And they were like, okay, because the movie immediately ends. Yeah, no, I honestly, I thought that this scene existed because they actually had a bad storm when they were filming and they're like, oh, production value, get the kids out in it. <laughs> But yeah, the tornado's coming. Everybody has to run to the chapel. But, oh, and then we cut back to Lando, right? He tries slapping his daughter awake for a really long time until the actress is basically like, stop it. Do the stop. stick I'm thing. awake. I'm fine. I'm fine. I know they say I'm not fine yet, but I, I, I am. Leslie Nielsen runs in and slaps her a couple yeah. more times. So, yeah, but then he uses his stick. A laser comes out of it and wakes her up. And she's like, Dad, hooray! Why am I naked, covered in blood, and wrapped in a trash bag? He's like, it's a long story. It really doesn't even make sense once you know the story. I don't know why Satan wanted you. Oh, it's long. I wouldn't say it's a story. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Now, we, and also, so we cut back to the beach where everybody's running in the wind. And at a certain point, it is Buster Keaton-esque, right? The people falling over top of each other, drop it, throwing kids and shit. There's a dude just picks up a little girl extra and body slams the shit out of her like so spinning pile driver. It was crazy. Yeah, but just then back in wherever it is that Lando is, he finds the little Jesus statue from earlier in the sand and the wind stops. Yep. The end. I'm all fucking a librarian with a yo-yo, people. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Credits. <laughs> all right. So to close things off tonight, I want to make sure we all walk away from this thing with something to show for it. So what the fuck is the moral of this story? 
Don't <laughs> loan your stick to an old lady, no matter how many dead animals she has in her fuck cabin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's good, though. That's good. That's good advice. Heath, anything? Uh, if they go low, we go... I honestly, I feel like that could be Beto's slogan in 2020. I would, I would vote for that. All right, no, we're counting still, Noah. He won. Oh, oh, we're still counting. I got to get Jill Stein out there help us out. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our review of the killing of Satan. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to lure you back for next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Saved by Grace. Oh, that's one with Joey in it. This is our Thanksgiving spooktacular. I don't think that works with Thanksgiving. It doesn't really work with it. Has Thanksgiving in it? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. <laughs> the turkey tacular. There you go. Tur- nope, there's no turkey. There's a Thanksgiving. Thanks. Meal tack. Yeah, yeah. Something. We'll, we'll get a tacular by by this time next week. We'll have a tacular, motherfucker. Tacular, a tacular. Okay. So with a tacular <laughs> to look forward to, we're going to bring episode one sixty nine to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer Morgan Clark and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. The sentient driftwood and the slow motion boulder lived happily ever after and they got into some weird stuff <laughs> don't beat me with paper again beat me with paper <laughs> mute kid went on to take second place in season one of American Idol Heath Enright went on to marry dog girl they have 17 puppies <laughs> you want to fuck some scissors a little threesome <laughs> No guy. <laughs> Get ready for some fucking crazy, Morgan. I mean, I know I say that a lot. I feel like I wish I had never said it before so that you could think to yourself, oh, wow, this must be really crazy for Noah to have said that. I imagine... Cannot- Imagine if my sound effects requests for Bible Peace Theater were a movie. That's yeah, there you go. what we're working with tonight. That's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. And we've got an <laughs> ad here for ZipRecruiter. Dog and cat girl. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> this movie's so fucking weird. I just love that Morgan gets this first, right? Like, I, I like to believe that he edited all of this and he's going like, what? The fuck kind of movie are you guys watching? <laughs> Gotta start watching along. All right. Hello? Yeah, Miss Johnson, it's me again. I actually don't need to talk to your teenage daughter after all. ZipRecruiter, the smarter way to hire. Heath, on the other hand. Eli, shut up. You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
recently <laughs> hanging out with an older woman who's older than me. I move it all around, Great. all around Fantastic. the age spectrum. I'm not an ageist. All over the map. Scattershot. Wild card. <laughs> what way am I facing? You don't know. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.